Hello guys, welcome back to The Last Bachelor. This episode, I like to start off by giving a little praise, a big praise as a matter of fact, to all the parents out there that are quarantined right now with, a, with their kiddos and they're making the best of it in a positive light, you know, loving, warm environment. Shout out to those single mothers that are completely doing it alone. Applause to you guys. Bang some pots for them too. You know, you're doing something different from every other single mother, just like every other parents. We're going through this. Got them through everything. And we're all doing this. Shout out to the few fathers that are actually alone with their children too. There's a few of those, but they are strong. And shout out to you guys. Big, big applause to you guys. Um, we're still dealing with COVID-19. The rules still apply. New York is about to lift this off on the 15th. Let's see what happens. Anything can change. Uh, I wanted to address another spike that's been going on. And it's the spike in domestic violence. Yeah, it's kind of sad that on a time like this, where we need to be banding together and being positive to one another, we actually seeing a spike 100% in domestic violence, where we're seeing the victims are being trapped inside their homes, having to quarantine with their own enemy, with their own nightmare. And that is a horrible, horrible thing to imagine. Because while some of us are having a happy, loving support systems, not many of us have that. Not many of us are sheltering or staying in place with a person that was really positive to us in our lives. And what's also sad is that um, this domestic violence is also affecting our children. Um, there's been a rise and a spike on child abuse as well. It is very heartbreaking. In my last episode, uh, I spoke of insecurities. And in these insecurities, you have to be very careful because those insecurities can blow up to be and turn into domestic violence. So before it leaks onto you, before it spills onto your children, there are certain things you should take into consideration and always have a plan to get out of this situation because there is no easy way out of domestic violence. Some women get out in time. Some women don't. Some men grow up being this way because we get taught to be dominant, to be controlling. And sometimes raising our hands was how some of us learn that dominance. And women saw that dominance generationally because probably their mother was treated this way. Maybe their father was that type of man. And for some of us guys, it might have just taken one or two times and we learned our lessons. Some learned it different and harder than others. You know? But it's a cycle that definitely needs to be broken. And it's sad that on a time like this, we can't do it. And I'm speaking to the brown and black communities 
because of a lot of us didn't get that education and a lot of us don't get that therapy. Some our therapy happens through life and then we learn it late. And then some of us don't share that knowledge and want to keep breeding that macho machismo that is bullshit. It's hurting our women. But then when it happens, our daughters, we kind of pay attention a little closer. When it happens to our sisters, we pay attention a little closer. If it happens to our mothers, we pay attention a little closer. It's time to stop that. It's time to really try to stop that. And if you can't, and if it's too much of a mental illness and it's taking its toll, it's time to look for outside help. And there's always outside help. I'm hearing stories from different places, even the hotlines and reporters on TV, where there are threats, even during this COVID-19, where the abuser is threatening to leave the victim with the debts or leave them alone to go through it alone with the child. There are cases where they are actually fighting, fist fighting in front of their children. You know, there are calls that are spiking with women just trying to find a way to get out of the house, trying to find an escape. There's even certain advices that they are giving in our news briefs, the local channels, where there are organizations designed to help the victims of these situations get out of these situations because you do need a plan one of the tips i was given was 911 is not a helpful decision and it's not because to downplay the police or they might not do anything to help it's for the simple fact that it's already been bred in a lot of these men or a lot of these abusers that calling 911 just fuels their anger. And it could fuel their anger to the point where they're threatening to kill you, kill themselves, or worse, kill the family. And you've seen this happen. Those insecurities are real. And it's happening more now in these past 10 years in my manhood than I've ever seen before. So I know that we need to speak up on this. I know we men have to address this shit. It's going left. It's going way left. Manhood, what we deemed manhood as, they taught us wrong. We, A lot of us was taught wrong. So it's time to unlearn these behaviors. And that's the purpose, again, of The Last Bachelor and this podcast. Because not many people are addressing it. And if they are, we're few. We need more. So if you think like me and you feel these things are in your heart and in your mind, we need you to speak up. And according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, a study shows that intimate partner homicide found that 20% of their victims are not even the intimate partner themselves. A lot of the times are the people that get caught up when domestic 
domestic violence happens is usually your friend, a family member, a bystander, someone that was trying to intervene while that shit was going on. And they got the ugly end of it. That's 20%. 20% of those people lose their lives trying to be the good guy. That's crazy. 72% of all murder suicides involve intimate partners. 72%. But what's more astonishing, that 94% of the victims of these murder suicides are female. 94%. That's a big ass percentage. That means there's a lot of men out there that will snap and hurt you. That's a lot. That is too much. So like I said, if you have time to leave that situation, you need a plan. And I will give you some resources at the end of this episode if you happen to be one of those women or victims. And like I said, this is also affecting our children. This is going to affect our children's psyche and could possibly traumatize them. One in 15 children are exposed to intimate partner violence each year. And 90% of these children are eyewitnesses to this violence. 90% of our children are witnesses to this violence. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are breeding future abusers if we don't act quickly and swiftly. This is a cycle that has to be broken. And I feel heartbroken for the victims and these children that are stuck in these situations. Because these are trying times. And we should all be looking for some type of peace. And if we can't get it at home, where can we run to? Where can they run to to get that peace? Where home was supposed to be where the heart is. NYC is doing its part to try to help some of these domestic violence survivors. 24-7 services. You could reach them at nyc.gov slash nychope or hit up the hotline 1-800-621-HOPE. And also, with these situations comes a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental awareness. So if you really need help, Coping with any mental situation, nyc.gov slash nycwell has some resources that can help you out and help you cope through these trying times because we all need some help. Also, to the victims that have really nowhere out or no plan, if you have no game plan on how to escape an abuser, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is available. 
1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. And you can also live chat with them. Thehotline.org. That's the domestic, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. So please, everybody out there, fathers, let's muscle up. Let's continue to be the rock of our family. Let's not be the nightmare. The next time you get angry, just stop yourself. Look into your woman's eyes. You see that fear? That fear in her eyes? They used to be full of love. Now they look at you like you're dangerous. That should fucking click something in you. And if it doesn't, then you shouldn't be there. You should remove yourself. Be a man and really remove yourself. Because you're not only damaging her, you're damaging the future. And I doubt you want your kid to do these same actions. Well, this one was touching and very brave. These are the type of conversations I like to have. And like always, you can hit up the last bachelor 61 at gmail.com and we can discuss any op- any topic I put out. Any conversation, we could do a part two to anyone. I'm open to ideas. And just like every other episode, of course, I can't leave y'all without a quote. There is no such thing as a crime of passion, only a crime of possession. Gloria Steinman. Until the next episode, stay positive.